This is Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness. Life-Changing Wellness. Here's Dr. Ward Bond. I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and I welcome you to Life-Changing Wellness, episode number 109. This episode of Life-Changing Wellness is brought to you by Wakanaga, the makers of Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, quality supplements that are backed by science for heart health, immune support, and more. I have personally taken their fine products for more than 25 years, and you should too. So check them out at kyolic.com or find them at your favorite natural health store. So now, before we begin our show today, please head over to iTunes after the interview with my guest, rate and review the show for me, and I want to thank you ahead of time for making our show great. And I encourage you to look up my show page on radiomd.com slash Dr. Bond. Well, this week is all about the power of sprouts, and my guest today is Doug Evans. He is an early pioneer in the natural food industry that in back in 2002, he co-founded Organic Avenue, one of the first exclusively plant-based retail chains in the country. He then created and founded, and I hope I say this correctly, Juicero, the first fresh farm-to-glass automatic cold-press juicer with the mission of bringing fresh processed foods to the home. But today we are talking about the power of sprouts and let's welcome Doug Evans. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Dr. Bond. It's really a pleasure and an honor to be here. Years and years ago, my father was very, very big in sprouts. And, uh, you know, he had the little uh, sprout caps that went on the, the glass jars or he did the big uh, plastic trays that he would use back uh, in the 70s and early 80s. Now, where did you first learn about sprouts and how long have you been eating them? Well, I started to eat sprouts probably the, my first time 25 years ago. And it was just in passing, had some sunflower sprouts at the same time that I had my first shot of wheatgrass. And, and then a few years later, um, in almost in a two-week period, I went from eating fast food, junk food, processed food, to going vegetarian, vegan, and then raw vegan. And I was raw vegan for 17 years out of the last 21. Now I'm exclusively plant-based. And when I first got into um, the whole plant-based lifestyle, sprouting was just around, like the whole hippie, dippy, trippy movement. Um, yeah. Sprouts were all over the place. All right. You you know, I love this because you have shown us already just this big change going from the, the heavy fast foods and then slowly moving into getting healthier. And then even during your time of, you know, changing the eating habits and going from vegetarian to vegan to raw vegan and to fully plant based. Let me ask this question so all of my listeners will know. What is the actual difference between raw vegan versus being fully plant-based? I'm so glad that you're asking. You know, there's a subtle nuance because I'm not just fully plant-based. I'm whole food plant-based and I don't consume added oils, salts, or sugars. So in the, in the concept of being whole food plant-based, no salt, oil, or sugar, I eat whole fruits and vegetables, and they're cooked in water or steamed or raw. Being raw vegan, I'm eating things that are not heated at all 
above 105 degrees, which is pretty much ambient temperature in the desert. So I'm eating massive amounts of sprouts, of fruits, of salads, of avocados, of raw seeds, and raw nuts. And that's what I did um, for up until about four years ago when I then introduced eating some um, cooked vegetables into my diet because I was looking for more calories because I wasn't getting that much. And it was actually easier on a social level to be able to eat more um, whole food plant-based than just being able to eat salads and fruits. Well, then let me ask you this. What are some of the benefits that you have seen or experienced by using sprouts? Well, it's, it's a really, you know, how I came to being a fanatic about sprouts was two years ago, I moved to the Mojave Desert to a little town near Joshua Tree. And it turned out that it wasn't just the desert. It was a food desert because the nearest Whole Foods was over an hour and 15 minutes away. And due to the, the nature of what I was consuming, which was a lot of fruits and vegetables every day and green leafy vegetables, I did not have access to organic uh, broccoli, organic cauliflower and asparagus and tender greens. So that's when in the back of my mind, my survival instinct kicked in and said, well, Doug, why don't you start to sprout? So I ordered some seeds online and within one month, 50% of my calories and 50% of what I was consuming were sprouts. And it was the easiest thing in the world. It was the most cost effective. And if we talk about the benefits of eating the sprouts was that they are high in fiber. They're high in water content, hydration, because they're absorbing the water. They're high in micronutrients, phytonutrients, polyphenols, antioxidants, prebiotics. And so there's all these things in these seeds. And that was my wake-up call to thinking like, why isn't everybody eating sprouts if I'm able to grow enough food for me and my girlfriend in one square foot of my kitchen countertop, I'm able to grow these copious amounts of sprouts. So I'm going to pause there for a second, but that was the beginning of the journey two years ago. Well, you know, I remember back, uh, you know, when my father was doing it and really you, when you would go into a health food store back in the day, you know, your choices were mung bean, alfalfa, maybe wheatgrass, and there were a few other uh, seeds that you would buy just for sprouting. So what are some of the ones that you're using now and why? Well, I think that the most researched sprout today is no longer alfalfa sprout. It is broccoli sprouts. Wow. And broccoli sprouts are something that I consume between four and eight ounces of broccoli sprouts every single day. And if we look at the, the breakdown of sprouts, what I 
uh, in my book, and I actually wrote the book on sprouts called The Sprout Book, but I break them into categories that there are salad sprouts. So alfalfa and basil and broccoli and cabbage and clover and fenugreek and onion and radish and watercress. These are all little seeds that when you add water, within a week, they will multiply in size up to 10 times their size. So you can go from having two tablespoons of alfalfa seeds or broccoli seeds or cabbage seeds, and two tablespoons will form six cups of organic vegetables in a simple glass jar. Oh my goodness. No, no one, no wonder you were able to, you know, live in the Mojave desert and still gain all of the nutrition that you and your girlfriend needed without having to drive an hour, 15 minutes to, to go through the produce department. Yeah. Well, and that's just the beginning, Dr. Bond. So there's the salad sprouts. Then there's the gelatinous sprouts, which the arugula, the chia, the flax, and even oh, mustard. Oh yeah. Even mustard. And so just think about that, you know, wh where being plant-based, people ask me, where do I get my omega-3s? And I go, from sprouts. And they're scratching their head because chia uh, and flax have omega-3s. But when you sprout the chia and the flax, you're also getting vitamin C and you're getting the antioxidant chlorophyll. So it's a very powerful combination. And then lastly, at least for, for now, there's the legumes and bean sprouts, which are the azuki and the chickpea and the green pea and lentils and mung beans and soybeans that kind of go to this whole other level where, just think about this. I believe, and do you think that legumes and lentils are healthy, Dr. Bond? Yes. I do. So imagine- It's a good protein source. Great source of protein. Imagine you take a cup of lentils and you sprout them. You double the antioxidant value. You triple the vitamin C level and you double or triple the amount of soluble and insoluble fiber that's inside as they are growing in one cup of lentils. So you get this powerful boost into the food source because it's alive. Oh, absolutely. And that, that you know, that's the thing about uh, today's society. We're not getting enough live food into our bodies. And see, and what I want to know is when you discovered, you know, the immense power of, of eating sprouts, what were some of the physical things that you noticed by adding and increasing the uh, of eating sprouts into your diet? I felt this amount of energy that was almost like a shot of adrenaline where that I was consuming this food and because it was predominantly water-based and nutrient-packed that my body developed the microbiome to process this. And so I just felt 
incredible amount of energy where um, most people set their alarm clock to wake up in the morning. I would have to set my alarm clock at what time to go to sleep at night because I had so much energy. See, that I believe because I, I, I have... I did a three week juice fast once and I mean, I mean, I juiced my own organic and my gosh, the energy level was absolutely amazing. I mean, you felt like you were truly alive because your body's getting the nutrients, the antioxidants, the enzymes. And I think that's where a lot of people don't understand why we need to be eating raw live food is because those enzymes do so much in our body and and i think that's you know like you know like you said it just feels like you got shot with a with adrenaline and it's amazing and i want more people to they, they need to experience that because i think when people start doing things like the sprouting like you do and they start feeling this amazing physical difference they never want to go back to the way that they used to eat and, and all of the things that cause disease. Now, for a lot of people who are listening, Doug, for, uh, for many of them, do they just eat sprouts raw? Or like you said, you, you know, can you cook the sprouts and, and not exceed that 105 temperature? Some sprouts, like mung bean sprouts, are commonly found in certain recipes like miso soup in Asian markets and they can handle a little cooking. For the most part, sprouts, the largest by volume in most sprouts is water. And the first thing that happens if you heat them is the water evaporates. So you're just left with the fiber. And, and since sprouts are enzymatically rich, we know that heat actually kills the enzymes. So, so the, the, the thing that I used to be very um, dogmatic, and one of the reasons why I started to cook some of the vegetables, whether it's sweet potatoes or mature broccoli or cauliflower, is to balance out the energy. Believe it or not, I wanted to come down a little bit from the high and also be more approachable to a wider range of people. And so as opposed to telling people what to eat, right, or how to eat, I said, look, you can eat whatever you want, right? I'm not here to tell you what not to eat. What I want to do is share with you the power of sprouting of what it can do to enrich and boost the nutrition of anything that you're eating. And I'll give you an example. There's a lot of research, probably more than 1,500 white papers peer-reviewed on the benefits of cruciferous vegetables, and in particular broccoli, and even finer on broccoli sprouts. And I was actually just speaking with a uh, a doctor in um, Northern California, Dr. Harry McElroy, about broccoli sprouts, glucoraphanin, which is a compound that exists in all cruciferous vegetables, but 
Dr. Jed Fahey at Johns Hopkins University researched all these cruciferous vegetables and found out that broccoli sprouts have the most glucoraphanin. And glucoraphanin, when mixed with the enzyme myrosinase, creates this new compound called sulforaphane. And sulforaphane is the most potent um, anti-cancer compound of all cruciferous vegetables. And in the research, it says that the amount of this compound in broccoli sprouts is 50 times more than that in mature broccoli. So let that sit for a second. Well, yeah, because I've all you know I've always learned that you know with with sprouts, you know, and I guess and maybe wheatgrass is is a really good example. You know, when it's young and it's green, that's its most potent nutritional stage. And the moment that it starts to sprout into wheat, you've kind of missed the boat on it. So, you know, when these things are young, they are just power packed. They're vibrant. And, you know, and you brought up a very good point here, too. I mean, they are, especially the broccoli sprouts, being extremely strong in the areas of being an anti-cancer nutrient just directly from nature. And I think a lot of people need to know that. Uh, and, And like with a lot of my listeners and a lot of my TV viewers, one of the things that they... They always ask me, uh, Doug, is, you know, is it, and, and it even comes down to food. You know, so many people are dealing with different health issues in today's society. And they're always asking, you know, if I did this, will it interfere with the medication? Or can I take that or not take this? When it comes to sprouts, is there anybody that can't eat sprouts because to me you know you know we can all benefit from them but are there any particular type of people that may have to avoid them i mean this is where our medical system is so complicated yeah and in 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 some respects it's beyond my comprehension so in the event that someone is being treated for cancer and they are on chemotherapy, which, you know, chemotherapy, chemical therapy, it's weakening their immune system. So when someone has a weakened immune system, they recommend not consuming raw vegetables and sprouts or raw vegetables until after they're done in rebuilding the immune system. Whereas there's a whole other school of thought that you want to boost your immune system, and then have that. But the standard protocol of risks are for consuming sprouts or similar to all raw things for people who have weakened immune systems and people that are pregnant. Ah. So I did a podcast with, um, with Katie Wells, the wellness mama, and she was over the moon with sprouts. And she's recommending sprouts you know, for young mothers and all, and and people of all sorts and, and, and stages. But I think the greatest concern is that people are saying, do not consume raw um, vegetables because there's risks to consuming raw vegetables. And and that is just beyond my my level of understanding. I, I just can't fathom it. 
You no, know, I agree with I, I agree with you. I mean, before uh, mankind created, you know, the industrial revolution and and created ways to process food and to package it and and get away from what nature provides us, everybody was living off the land. And I think today, if we were all living off the land, we'd be healthier and the hospitals would be empty. And I think sprouts need, and for everyone listening, sprouts needs to be added to your diet. Now, here's what I want to ask you, Doug, because because uh, I remember seeing, you know, my, my dad had, had all this, you know, what I'd call the, the easy equipment when it comes to growing sprouts, the, the caps for the jars and the trays. So do we need any special equipment to grow the sprouts and how many sprouts should we grow at one time? So I think that we can grow an abundance of sprouts and, you know, the essence of growing the sprouts can be usually having a few simple mason jars available and those mason jars can allow them to have a wide variety of sprouts constantly going to be able to provide um, basically food and sustenance to, um, to people who want the food. So if you're thinking about that, like I would say if you have a rotation of anywhere from three to six jars going on at any time, you can have an abundance and access of, of sprouts. Okay, so if you have all right, so let's say my listeners they they have three to six jars, and and they're and they're going to start sprouting for the first time. What would be the three to six types of sprouts they should be growing? I would say the, the it's hard to ignore the power of broccoli sprouts from all levels. So I would say a broccoli sprout. I would say a very easy sprout, very common. Um, to use is a sprouted lentil and the benefit of the, the legumes. And then, you know, people want to get kind of tricky and explore different things. There could be um, fenugreek or radish or onion or where, or where they all have unique flavors that could be extremely um, beneficial to both taste as well as to nutrition. And then certainly mix it up, like start with those. The sprout seeds are so inexpensive for what they provide that you can start small and and come up with a protocol and a routine and then order another bag. They're like very inexpensive, $5, $10 a bag, and they can last for a really long time. So uh, how do you, uh, how do you store your excess seeds? I mean, what's the best way to, to, you know, I guess in a way, keep them fresh? It's a really good question. It's very important to store them in a refrigerator or in the freezer to just oh. keep them, keep them fresh. Okay. Now what now? So let's say someone's growing their sprouts for the first time. What is the soonest the sprouts are edible? And then where's that cutoff point when we shouldn't eat them? The soonest, believe it or not, most sprouting seeds are edible um, after 12 to 24 hours. The benefit of letting them grow for five days to a week is that they are turning more into a plant. And 
usually the sprout will go from a seed to a mature edible sprout um, in about a week. And then once they've, they grow to this stage after seven days, you can rinse them off, let them drain and dry off, and then you can store them in the refrigerator for several days. The most interesting thing is we have the sniff test. So um, both organoleptic and sensory through the nose, you would determine that whether things look fresh, they feel fresh, they smell fresh, and they taste fresh. So if something smells off, it is. And, and then it goes into the compost. But usually you can store them for several days after harvest. I generally like to sprout for consumption because I, I'm rotating the jars and I'm, I have a constant flow and supply of sprouts coming. Wow. Now, when it comes to growing sprouts, do you grow them in water? Or do you grow them in soil? That's another... I know it sounds like it may, it may, it may be a dumb question, but I, I know people will probably ask that. So I want to ask that for everybody. Well, look, <laughs> I, I think there are no dumb questions. This is all new. <laughs> and the, the most sure. miraculous thing to me, and this is mind-blowing to me, is that sprouts can be grown without soil and without sunlight that literally you just need to get organic sprouting seeds, a glass jar, either a special lid like your dad had or some cheesecloth and, um, and that's it. So they don't need soil, they don't need sunshine. And these seeds, the sprouting seeds, are in fact a complete living organism in a dormant state. And when you add the water, you activate the dormancy um, state, you begin the germination process, and they have everything they need within them for this next week of growth. And that's like the miracle of sprouting begins there. And Dr. Bond, this is a revelation that I've had in the last, literally, I think this is for me in the last week, was I'm scratching my head asking, why doesn't everybody know about sprouts? Why isn't everybody sprouting? And then I realized that up until a few hundred years ago, if someone ate vegetables, they either grew them on their own or they bought them or bartered from someone who did grow them. And it was all local and there was a lot of land and a lot of time so the vegetables grew to their mature state. And if you fast forward till today, practically no one grows their own food. Everything comes in a package, everything is transported, and it's all about convenience. So we, we, we went from one extreme to the other. And now if we think about this dense population, and you probably know better than I, the population density and growth over the last 300 years, but now people are living in smaller apartments. They're not gardening. They don't have access. They're living in apartment buildings. And the, the need for sprouting um, shifted because 300 years ago, 
people were sprouting for the sole purpose of germinating seeds to grow mature plants. And the insight that I had when I wrote the book was we don't need to sprout the seeds to grow vegetables in a garden and wait four weeks, six weeks, 12 weeks. We can take those seeds, which are plentiful and in abundance, and grow them into food in days, not weeks or months. That was the biggest insight that I had. And that's what is driving this sprout revolution. If, if you were to go on right now to Google and type in Google Trends and look um, at, at the word sprouting, it is the highest it's ever been, literally since they were tracking it. The last, you know, from the from April, my book launched April 7th, the Sprout book launched April 7th, and sprouting is just on a tear. And my little book, and I've never written anything before in my life, is going into its third printing already because people are picking up on this like, hey, why aren't I sprouting? I feel like I've been living under a rock for the last 10 years. Well, and not only that, it really came out at the, the perfect time because during the pandemic, the stay-at-home orders, people literally have time. They, and ladies and gentlemen, you got time now to get into sprouting. You know, And as you're talking, Doug, one of the things that popped into my head, even if you go on a camping trip, a week-long camping trip, you can literally grow sprouts on a camping trip. You can create your own food. You can have something nutritious going into your body, camping out into the woods or near the mountains or whatever. There, so there's no excuse not to have good nutrition going into your body. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. I've got the Sprout Book, literally. I'm holding it in my hand. And I love the tagline, tap into the power of the planet's most nutritious food and and i'm flipping it here to the back because you know the sprout book it's i mean think about this 20 to 30 times the nutrients of other vegetables a hundred times more of those meat and dairy packed cancer fighting properties that help protect us from cardiovascular disease from environmental pollutants aids in digestion doug told us earlier into the program they contain prebiotics, people. Well, you know, you may have heard about probiotics, but it's the prebiotics that help to feed those probiotics and really improve our overall gut health. And not only that, Doug's book, Doug Evans, the book, The Sprout Book, has been endorsed by D, uh, Deepak Chopra. And, and Deepak even says, Doug Evans, and I love this, Doug Evans reveals the mysterious genius of plant intelligence so that in the sprout book he demonstrates and guides us to understand the raw nutritious miracles that exist in the cycle of life and doug i've got to commend you because you have literally put together the bible of sprouts and sprouting and i think from now on when we get interested in sprouts and eat sprouts and people want to start growing them you're you have the book that literally lays it out for all of us and i think 
for all of us out there and for all of you listening to this amazing interview and, and, and all of the incredible knowledge that Doug has shared with us, we need to get these foods into our body. And Doug, I love the way that you brought that up. The seeds create, you know, created all of the fruits and the vegetables because we kind of in a way left them alone and let them mature. But all of that power packed cancer fighting nutrition is at the very beginning stages. Just in a, like you said, I, and I love that in the matter of just a few days, we have food in our house and that's what sprouting is all about. I love that. And I, I love your book. I mean, it's fantastic. And, and your book is available everywhere. And like you said, it's in its third printing. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Since, since April. Well, look, Dr. Ward, you're doing a, a great, great service by sharing this message, you know, out to um, your audience. And for me, this was all about sharing what I learned um, with a very complicated, you know, health background and surrounded by death and chronic illnesses. And this was something that I felt would be affordable and accessible for people to be able to do at home and take control of their own, their own health. And it's the, it's so simple that why not be able to, to do this. And the last thing I just want to add to this. So in the book, we put 40 recipes that are hundred percent raw and 50% of them contain sprouts. So 50% of the volume of each recipe is sprouts and they're all raw plant-based and they're all professionally developed and tested because I wanted to make it easy and fun because I'm aware of the social component of the process of feeding and eating. So it's a, it's a big journey. Well, you have done that. A big journey. And I can tell you one thing, you know, we need more people like you out there bringing forth good health and not only and and i think one of the things i love about this the most is that good health to obtain good health is not as complicated as man tries to make it out to be it's it's been in front of us the whole time it's been in front of us for centuries so ladies and gentlemen it's called the sprout book doug evans I'm sure you can find it on Amazon and every bookstore in America. Download it, buy it, hold it in your hand. Make sure it's in your kitchen. He, everything is in this book you're going to need to know. And, and not only read it, get into the practice of growing sprouts. And not only that, enjoy. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the changes that you will physically feel. And when you start physically feeling great, mentally and spiritually you're going to start feeling great so again doug thank you so much for stopping by life-changing wellness uh wow you are a wealth of information i learned something new today so i want to say thank you to you and remember ladies and gentlemen catch every episode of life-changing wellness just hit subscribe on itunes or on my show page at radiomd.com slash dr bond and if i can ask you a favor Please take 30 seconds and rate the show on iTunes today. 
you know this episode deserves the big five stars. So thank you for doing that for me as we want to bring you the best show possible. And if you want to learn more about me, just look up drwardbond.com. And Doug, where can all of my listeners find out more about you? So my Instagram is just my name, Doug Evans, D-O-U-G-E-V-A-N-S. And I'm doing Instagram lives. I'm posting video. I'm posting information and sharing from the global community of people every day are sending me. I just posted today an eight-year-old girl sprouted, put in an Instagram story. If I can sprout, so can you. Oh, so I really love that. great things. I love that. And-, and and then the last thing is, you know, I'm living out here in um, in the Mojave Desert, and my little compound, as my friend Rich Roll calls it, is it a Wonder Valley Hot Springs, um, where um, occasionally there's rooms available, and we put them up on Airbnb and book them directly. But we're living here in this compound called Wonder Valley Hot Springs, which is 30 miles away from the nearest interstate, and you get to sit under the stars and see practically every star and planet in the galaxy from a natural um, hot springs sitting in a 5,000-pound granite tub. These were boulders that we curated and had turned into soaking tubs. Oh, fantastic. I I love that idea. And I'm going to follow you on Instagram today so I can stay in tune with all the things that you're doing. Ladies and gentlemen, I expect you to do the same. And again, thank you for listening to Life Changing Wellness. And remember, something spectacular happens when you treat your body right. Have a blessed day, everyone.